you're listening to bro down podcast all fucking day oh yeah hey everybody welcome back to the bro down podcast i'm andy smith and i'm tim fulton and this is fight recap Ooh, it's been a while since you've said those words. Holy shit, man. I'm <laughs> fucking pumped up that the UFC is finally back. Dude, up until like 7 o'clock that night, I still was like in disbelief it was actually going to happen. Yeah, I was... Like, um, it, it was weird. Like, I couldn't get excited. I was so disappointed last time. I couldn't get excited for it almost. It was, it was strange. I was in the exact same boat. It was terrible. Yeah. But- it went off without a hitch. It went. It went well, fairly well. Well, it did. It almost went off without a hitch before uh, two days ago when uh, um, Jacare tested positive for COVID and had yeah. to get pulled off the card. Yeah, that sucks. Knock on wood. He's. I'm sure he's going to be fine. Yeah, um, they said they're all asymptomatic. Him and his cornerman right now, so that's a good thing. Yeah, I uh, guess they can test how much of it is actually in your blood too. And they said it was super duper low. I don't know. Did, oh, maybe know. maybe he had it for a while now, and they um. They just uh, caught it or whatever. I don't know. I don't well, know when they tested him. You're saying it, and it's on the internet now, so it's a fact. So that is definitely what happened. That's what we're going with. We just yeah. Well, why don't we just write our own narrative? I heard that, he created the virus, and that's why he tested positive. I, you know what? <laughs> I heard that just I heard now. That. I heard it just now. <laughs> um, okay. So um, first up, I want to talk about uh, Vince Vicente LeCue versus Nico Price. Um, LeCue is one of those dudes that we've been, every time he fights, we get excited because he's just an exciting fucking fighter. Um, but uh, he went against Nico Price, who both guys are like, um, they're not quite at like anywhere near superstar status right now, but they, for the guys that watch um, the UFC all the time, um, they're definitely fan favorites. So it was, uh, it was a crazy fight, but Nico Price got his eyes swollen shut and had the doctor uh, step in and stop the fight in the third round. So, uh, what did you think about that fight, dude? It was fucking brutal, but it was like it was it was a good one. This I think this was the first match that like I actually caught like a hundred percent one. Same here. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, same here. That was the first fight on the early prelims. Yeah, yeah. Or, or the, on the on the on the prelims. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think it was originally supposed to, before they had to cancel the one match, it originally was going to be the early prelims. It was going to be the final match for that. They yes. got bumped up. But either way, it was the first one I caught. It was a great way to start it off. Uh, Vincente, however you pronounce his name, dude is a fucking killer. Like, just watching him perform, it, it made me smile. I miss yeah. UFC so much. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Um... It was definitely cool. It sucked that they, his eye got swollen shut like that, but it was definitely a good stoppage because he couldn't see shit. Oh no! I mean, I, he couldn't see anything out of that eye. Um, all right, so let's get into the main ones that we talked about um, on the, the the previous podcast. The, uh, the the breakdowns. So let's do it. We had Alexio Linick versus Fabricio Verdum. Okay, so this one was uh, interesting to me. Because Fabricio didn't look very good in the first round at all. Uh, he's been off for a while because of the suspension. But um, Alexi looked fantastic. He looked like he lost some weight. He looked a little bit more shredded. And he he looked like he had way more of a gas tank than he normally does. It, it was a little bit back and forth in the second. Um, 
and the the third was pretty close. Fabrizio went to the ground, but I think Alexi was just too too good on the ground to get caught in something that Verdun was going to throw on him. He almost caught him in that Kimura. I think he might have jacked his shoulder up a little bit, yanking it out there. But overall, it was a good fight. I thought Fabrizio was going to get knocked out, though, in the first round. I thought so, too. And it's funny because the first round was about what you would expect for heavyweights. And we were texting back and forth during the whole thing. But yeah. the second and third round, you, there are times you forget heavyweights can roll on a mat with people you know what i mean yeah like watching them do that much groundwork was different for me like it was i don't know why but it was just so it was different so i'm in the same boat as you i thought alexi obviously had the first round but there was so much tension in the second and third round with Verdun because like both of them are such high level grapplers in a a way yeah yeah that it it was definitely put me on my toes i'll put it that way yeah i I think sorry go ahead no no go ahead I don't know a lot about either one of the guys, so I was kind of going into this one a little bit blind with who is who. And uh, really. so, <clears throat> you remember that uh, Ezekiel choke I, I was telling you about that the um, the one dude always does from like the bottom. Like you'll be in it, like you'll have him in full mount, and he'll like grab you, look like he's giving you like a really tight hug, and he'll yeah. just choke you out. That's the guy, Alexi Olenek. Oh, and, okay. And Fabrizio Verdum is a is a world jiu jitsu champion, and he was the first guy to ever defeat Fedor. You know, other than the one disqualification he had, but he was yeah. the first guy to ever beat him, and he and he submitted Fedor, which was crazy. So it, it was weird though, because by the time Fedor or by the time Verdum started going for some submissions uh, after the Kimura, he was already kind of tired, and he just didn't have the energy. His body looked different. He looked like he might not have had his diet completely down. You know, we don't know how much of all this is due to the fact of uh, you know not available. St- uh, things that normally are available due to the whole lockdown situation, but yeah. he just didn't look his frame and his body didn't look like it was in the best shape compared to, but yeah, I agree uh, with you with the, uh, on the ground. It was, it, there was never a moment where you could fully relax with either of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun to watch. Hell yeah. So, uh, next. yeah, Alexi took that by split decision. Um, so next we had two fan favorites. This one was a bittersweet one to watch. Uh, Anthony Pettis versus Donald Cowboy Cerrone. All right. Do you want to know why this one is my favorite? Why? Because there is pictures floating around out there on Twitter or something with them hugging it out, having a beer, and it's an after after match brewskis with the bro. Literally, they're having a beer after the fight together. I think that like they're they're both just so fucking cool. And yeah. There's no other way I can put that. I would love to have a beer with both of them. Like I don't know how else to put it. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Was- Donald is a, Donald is definitely like I I'd say that if you're on on outs with that guy, it's probably your fault. Yeah. <laughs> he's just <laughs> he's like he's that kind of a guy. Like he's just a cool dude. Yeah. So um, it's fun to watch him. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so I thought that Donald won that fight. I wholeheartedly agree with you on that one. I thought he won because of the takedowns, and especially at the end, that um, Anthony Pettis, it was unintentional, but Anthony Pettis, I poked him bad. Yeah, yeah. It and, yeah, good. It definitely was unintentional, but everything stacked up. I think, I mean, each round was fairly close, so I can, I can understand why it might slightly sway towards Pettis, but if a thousand people had to judge that, I would say 900 of them would have given it to Cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, like you said, it was so close that that's why I thought the, the takedown secured Cowboy the, the the rounds that he took him down in. 
Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. That's a really you know, good point. That was kind of the only deciding factor. I mean, when it when it is if if it's if it is that close, you have to pick somebody via striking or give it a 10-10. But if the striking is so close that you're not really sure, you gotta go off the takedowns. And yeah. that's that's again the judges. They change so much from fight to fight. Like you don't know what kind of thing you're gonna get. But I would have thought I, I was a little surprised when uh Donald um got eye poked and he he like literally said you got i got eye poked and anthony like didn't really hesitate and the ref said keep fighting and they just kept he didn't lay off of him sometimes a guy will step back and i thought anthony would have done that for cowboy but he wanted to win so i i was like oh it was a little salty for me i don't know why it just it didn't it rubbed me the wrong way when it happened because it clearly looked like he got eye poked and then after the fight anthony was saying i didn't eye poke you He's like, watch the footage. And uh, Rogan and uh, Cormier were like, they're going to be really, he's going to be really upset when we show the footage and, and it shows him clearly eye poking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it sucked to see Donald lose, but it would have sucked to see Pettis lose as well. So yeah, I, it sucks that Cowboy lost four in a row. You know, he's such a good co- competitor. And after losing four of these, I know it's starting to seem like he's not. Which he's not, not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he only fights murderers, though. Look at who he's fought. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> I, so, like, someone who's like actually follows a sport will dig into it and be like, "All right, yeah, he lost four, but it was against this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy." Yeah. But other people will look at him and be like, "Oh, he's owned four for recent fights. Like the fuck." Yeah, that's that's another thing that um that I wish like it comes with watching the sport is that like a lot of um. A lot of people who don't follow it really well, they're used to other sports and the records. So if they see a guy lost four in a row, they're like, oh, this guy sucks. It's like, yeah. no, 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 no. Hold up. <laughs> like, no, no, no. He doesn't you do, suck. You do not say these words about my cowboy. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's like going against like uh, the, the championship all-star, all whatever, the Patriots when they were winning the Super Bowls. You, just, you have to play them five times in a row. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you're just like, oh, okay, this is hard to win a game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no gimmies here. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, next up is a uh, first card on the main or first fight on the main card, which was Greg Hardy versus Jorgen De Castro. This one didn't go. It went through how I thought it was going to go in round one. After that, I don't know what the fuck was going on. I think Jorgen uh, broke his foot. Yeah, I could see that he wasn't walking quite right, but it, it, this, yeah, continues. Yeah, no, it, it, he he threw a uh, um, he was throwing hard leg kicks, and, and Hardy's leg by the end of the first round was locked out, like he couldn't move it. Yeah, it, it was almost completely stiffened on him, and I thought a couple more of those, and he would have he would have buckled him. And I didn't see, I heard that he, I like, I saw him check the kick, but I didn't see how bad it hit and he yeah. just caught it on like the instep or like the the bridge of the foot and he actually like lifted his leg afterwards and was like uh like so he definitely hurt his foot but he barely threw any punches after he got that leg checked you know what from there on it was a super weird fight and not fun to watch like no. i don't know i i already don't like greg hardy to begin with <laughs> jorgen de castro i don't know this guy I, he had one fight against ben rothwell i want to say maybe that's right uh I've, he, he fought somebody and he he tuned him up that was the dude he just he goes in there like a buzzsaw yeah 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 so it, it was just really like i don't know this this was not the 
not a fight I was expecting. No. I was hoping it'd be there would be a little bit more to it. Yeah, I agree. I, I thought the first round delivered. I thought that it, it was it was a good first round. It showed some chaos and Jorgen, you know, wading forward like he does, and Greg Hardy showing some uh, some improvements and on his on his skills. But um, I think it's a weird fight again, where like we can't really fully judge it because Jorgen didn't do anything after he hurt his foot. He was kind of just standing there and letting Greg like slowly work him down and and Greg wasn't willing to commit on anything too too crazy because Jorgen's a dangerous guy but I want to say that I don't even think Jorgen halfway through the second round to the end of the fight I don't think Jorgen threw 15 punches yeah you know what I I think I heard Rogan say this and I'm going to repeat the same goddamn thing Jorgen lost the match Greg Hardy didn't win the match. Jorgen lost it because he stopped. Whether or not that's because of his foot being broken or if there was something else into play, maybe he was just fucking out of shape. Like, yeah. His gas tank just completely got. It didn't, it. Yeah, it didn't It didn't look like it was a cardio issue. I think something was like he might have just had a really good poker face for his foot being really messed up. And it might not have looked like it was that bad, but Cormier, def- I heard him mention it as well when he said. Um, you know, Jorgen doesn't have anyone to blame for this loss but himself because he's yep. not doing anything. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, like he he was letting Greg just get ahead on the scorecards and wasn't even trying to throw haymakers or go for broke or nothing. So it was really uh, weird. And right after the fight it was over, they, um, you know, he he pointed to his foot and was like, "I fucked my foot up." I'll, I'll be curious to see if it's actually broken or not. Yeah, I mean, it could have just been a weird thing where it wasn't working right for him. But yeah, that's true. All right, on to the next one. Oh, boy. Calvin Cater versus Jeremy Stevens. So this, because you and I are not watching the fights together at the moment, I actually bought myself beer for this event. Oh, boy. So I went, I literally went to go get a beer, came back, and Jeremy Stevens was just in a bloody mess by himself. And I was uh, just like, oh. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, you don't, you can't go get a beer during a Jeremy Stevens or Calvin Cater fight, bro. You should know that. You got to go in between rounds. And even then, you're risking it. Um. So this was a good fight. Uh, Jeremy came in four and a half pounds overweight, which was yeah. alarming. Um, yeah, that's a lot of weight. Yeah, especially for Jeremy. Um, especially you know, for size. What are they? One thirty-five. One fifty. It was one fifty. Well, it was one forty-five, but it was one fifty catch weight. But yeah. the thing that's um, that's crazy about it is, uh, you know, we don't know if it, again was because he didn't have facilities he normally does because of the COVID thing. They think they were saying he didn't have access to a sauna. Which, if you're a wrestler or cut weight like a wrestler does, saunas are a big part of that. So, you know, um, it was unfortunate that it happened. And uh, I thought both guys were doing very well in the first round. Um, I thought Jeremy wasn't doing bad, but then uh, Calvin caught him with an elbow coming in and um, dropped him. And then the follow-up elbow split his fucking forehead open. Like he got hit with it, literally the size of an of an axe. Yeah. Like the blade of an axe is the is how big the slash was on his. You could see his skull. I mean, it was bad. I didn't think it was that bad when he he was bleeding. I thought it might have been a little cut. But then when they wiped it off, I was like, whoa, whoa, okay. Put, like, his, oh. put his brain back in, please. <laughs> yeah, he looked like he was hurt bad too. Yeah, he did. He. 
Yeah, it was a it was a nice fight to watch. It was. I'm so I'm still pissed off. I got to miss the end. Maybe I'm gonna go back and rewatch it. Yeah, you but, should. Because honestly, it went from it was fairly back and forth for a while too. But like, I literally disappeared, came back, and there it was. It was over, and Stevens was destroyed. Yeah. So it, this is one that I regret not rewatching. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I. You know what I want them to start doing? I want them to start, and they might do it. I just might miss it. But I want them to start posting what. Even if the fight ends in the fourth round by stoppage, I want them to post the scorecards dis, uh, numbers up until that, that point. That would be interesting. Just That'd so be- that everyone has an idea of like how the judges are scoring a fight that when it good. goes in. That'd be really interesting. It would also bring out a lot of tension, I feel like. Good. It good. needs to get fixed. So well, it does. Yeah. So it just, it would be interesting to see like if he was behind or if he was ahead, because otherwise you got to look that shit up yourself. But anyway, moving on. So this next fight I've seen four times, and that's still less time than it took for me to watch half of the Stevens uh, guitar match. Yeah. Um, this one, this one uh, made me a little nervous. <laughs> um, made DC a little nervous too. It, <laughs> It made everybody nervous because there's there's only a couple people in that arena, and Francis is one of them. <laughs> okay, and he's bigger than everybody else, and he hits harder than everybody else. So this fight is again um, a typical Francis and Ganu victory, right? It's gets a little bit out of control and flailing, and as soon as Ganu lands, it is fucking done, over with. That's all she wrote. Good night, Irene. Bye bye. Like yeah. this dude has the touch of death. I don't know what the fuck he did, but something happened to his his body where he just has that magical ability to just shut your lights out. I mean, he didn't start training doing this shit until he was in his late twenties. That's scary. Yeah. Dude, dude his past four matches have all been so quick that if you combined all of them, they would not have made it out of the first round. Yeah. His past four matches yeah. have lasted that long. He's so scary, dude. So scary because even guys with good chins, like Rosenstruck went five rounds with Alistair Overeem. Yeah. Francis needed 20 seconds. 20? He really only needed eight seconds. Or 10, because the first punch put him to sleep. Those other punches after that, I mean, if you do that outside of the octagon, you go to you go to prison. Yeah. Yeah. You go to if somebody catches that on camera, you go you get locked up. (laughs) You get locked up. This is not like a oh, it was mutual combat. No. You're bouncing this dude's head off of (laughs) dude and (laughs) so bad. The punch that caught, that actually caught Rosenstruck, was like the fourth punch. He, he missed like the first three or four. And if you go back and watch it, those had more power behind them. Like the one he finally clocked him with. Was yeah, like it was the, clean. It was clean, though. Yeah, I was, agree. Like they, they were definitely like he was winging him. My, but, my point, my point being is that if he actually hit him with like the first three or four, whatever one hit first, he might have actually lost his head. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, might have broke his fucking neck. Yeah, fucking crazy. Yeah, you're you're talking. I mean, the guy is just freakish, like freakish. And and Rogan said it best. You know, he's like he what he does is he forces you into a firefight, but you're bringing a fucking handgun and he's got a missile launcher. 
you you just can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't because the thing is, is that you know he hasn't really been like everyone. Everyone can get caught, right? Francis can get caught, yeah. but if you're just going to play Rock'em Sock'em and he can force you into playing Rock'em Sock'em. You could land, you know, you might rock him with a punch, but then you got to finish him. All he needs to do is touch you. Yeah, it's scary. It's like, fucking scary. Yeah, it's like you're playing Russian roulette. And you have one bullet in your in your six-round six-shooter, but he's got five. Yeah. And yeah. all he's got to do is just pull the, you know what I mean? All, he's only got one miss in there. Like, it's, it's not even fucking fair. <laughs> if you're a striker and you're going against Francis, it's it's a fucking, it's scary. It's scary. You, you better, better be a wrestler. You better was, be really I good. Say, I was gonna say you better come up with a plan B. Yeah. You better come up with a strong plan B. That guy no. must be it. No one asked for Francis. No, no one. Rosenstruck did. He did. <laughs> Lasted twenty seconds. Oh man. Scary, scary. Okay. So next on to Henry <sighs> Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz. Did not like the ending of this fight. The I actually disagree with you on this one. Okay, you I, give me your reasons. I'll give you mine. Oh, I see how this is going to go. I'm going to tell you, and you're going to tell me why I'm wrong. No, no, no. I, just, I already have my reasons. I just want to give you a chance to talk first. So I see what his point was, that he is working towards getting up. He can't always constantly defend his head as he is literally pushing himself up off the mat to stand up so yes there will be head strikes but if you go back and you rewatch it every strike lands every single strike for a for like a solid five to six seconds he cannot like hide his head anywhere they're all like super duper powerful we keep talking about yeah you have to protect the the uh, i almost said the players the fighters to a certain degree how long do we let someone point blank get punched in the face before we decide it's not okay to or it's okay to to call the match i think it was actually fair i think him getting up was a little bit delayed in the whole process and i think the ref decided that he was going to stop the match before he even started getting up that i I agree with that i agree with so i think that him jumping in was already in motion as Cruz was standing so I don't think like that was misconstrued I just think he took too many punches to the face like sorry you're up no no no, go ahead no that was it that was it. okay yeah so I I don't I don't really disagree with anything that you said I think that you know the the it's the fighters safety is paramount yeah that's number one um the thing is with the with the punches is that it's got to be the referee's you know, discretion, a hundred percent. So the referee made the, made the choice, but all punches are not made equal. He was throwing very hard punches, but to Dominic's, you know, credit, he he did try. He was he was on upward motion, which yeah. usually you don't see fights stop when somebody is going up. That's true. That's it true. never happens. And one of the big factors in this, which is always a factor, whether people agree with it or not, is that there was. Two seconds left in the round. Uh, okay. So, and the referee, before the madness happened, you know, he knew there was 10 seconds left because we heard the clap of the 10 seconds, yeah. right? As a referee, you're supposed to know what is going on, right? So if you know there's 10 seconds left and you're giving, and you already let him take all those punches and now he, he's literally, he's not out and he's trying to get back up. 
I think especially when it's a title fight, knowing what's on the line, it's not like it like Dominic like everyone likes to say, oh, it doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter. But I will say that I think that referees and, and even fighters are more inclined to maybe be a little more liberal when it comes to title fights because there is it's not just another fight. It's this is this might be this guy's only opportunity to ever do this. So give him every chance you possibly can to to make his dream come true type of thing. Now, obviously, you don't want to see him die in there, but the the fight was officially stopped at four minutes and fifty eight seconds of the second round. So, I think this is one of the few instances that you and I completely disagree with, and it's not that I don't see your point. And I respect your point. I, yeah. I, I, I wholly get it. But I want to flip I want to flip it upside down real quick, right? Okay. So think about it from Henry Cejudo's point of view, right? Uh-huh. So say he's putting in enough damage, uh, match-ending damage, but the ref doesn't call it. And he looks at the guy afterwards, this is all fictional, obviously, and say, like, why didn't you call that? That clearly should have been called. And he goes, well, there's only two seconds left. I know, I know it should have been called, but there was only two seconds left. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter because because God matters. No, it doesn't, and I'll tell you why. Because if a guy is like, say, there, how many times have we watched a fight and been like, "Oh my God, it's 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 over, it's over," and the ref doesn't stop it? Does the guy get up then and be like, "Hey, why didn't you stop that?" and get into an argument in the with the referee in the middle of the round? No, 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 no. And I wouldn't expect anyone to actually do that. It's all hypothetical. My whole point being is that like you can't play towards one fighter or the other in the middle of a match that's why i don't like having time being a factor but if if you play towards a defensive play or a defensive fighter someone who is trying to get up and rebound well that's not necessarily fair to the aggressor if they are putting in if they are truly putting in match ending damage it's not fair to them to not call it because there's only a couple seconds left yes that's my point of view i i i see what you're i see what you're saying and I and I I get that I get that point, but we have seen before where if you get knocked down and a guy comes in to follow up, like we've seen fights like that before, right? Guy gets dropped, yeah, with one second left. Guy goes in to finish and the bell rings. It's like, yeah. well, if I had two more seconds, I could have finished you. It's like, but you didn't. You didn't have two more seconds. Yeah. So it goes both ways. It does. It does. So you know you know what I'm saying, and I think that. In this, in the, in the sport, part of the sport is that there's only five minutes per round, right? It is your, it is up to your advantage or disadvantage to use that five minutes correctly. You see guys do that thing where they sprint at the end of the, the last ten seconds. They go for something crazy because they know if they fuck up and they land in a bad position, they only have to survive for ten seconds. That's true. So, you know, I think that for good or for bad, that. I think that something like that should I think that most referees do take it into account. I think that it should have been taken into account here, especially granted that now I'm not saying if if Dominic was just flattened out getting hit, then that's that's fine. If he was out cold, then he's out cold. But you know, I can sit behind the TV and say I saw he wasn't out cold. I'm not the referee. I'm not in there. I don't have to make the decision in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in two seconds. So you know, this is hindsight's 2020 kind of thing. But especially like given the 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 circumstances of of you know Dominic's been off for four years, all these things leading up, I just felt that he deserved the two seconds. He deserved to see if he could survive the two seconds. 
because you can be saved by the bell in the sport. That is part of the sport, you know. That 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 is very true. You can be saved by the bell. Um, at the end of the day, this is one of those weird circumstances where you and I, I see your point, and I don't think it's wrong. I think you see my point. I don't think you think it's wholly, wholly wrong. No, I, I don't think you're wrong. I it, we just have a difference of opinion here. I yeah, think. this is one of those agree to disagree kind of things, and I I can see how. In this particular one, yeah, it was probably called like a hair too early. He was doing forward motion. I don't think he was in, he was protecting himself intelligently. So it, again, it's up to the ref. Yeah, I'm, I'm not as wholly disappointed as everyone else. I told my brother my point of view, and he got like straight up. <laughs> he was like mad at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like uh, on the on the last note there. Remember when Alistair Overeem fought Rosenstruck, and he was winning four minute four and a half rounds, and then. He got caught, and Rosenstruck turned around and walked away, and Alistair stood up. Yeah. And they called the fight after Alistair stood up. Yeah, see, it's it's not quite as bad of a version of that. No, it's not. It's not. That one was way more egregious. But it's 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 kind of in the same like if that was first play, you know, first base, that one might be left field yeah. or right field, but it's it's the same ballpark. Yeah. But that's okay. So I think we talked about enough on that. We're almost coming up on 30 minutes here, so let's make this last one. You Dude, know. we had, we didn't even talk about Henry retiring. I know. Oh, yeah. what the? I don't think he retired. I don't think he's retiring. He's been going on all this shit about, um, you know, trying to become the best, you know, martial artist of all time and all this stuff. I think that he is not getting paid the money that he wants. So he's doing oh. this as a power move to basically be like, you want me to come back? You pay me more. The only problem is, is that he's such a bad actor that it doesn't come across as genuine. And he, I think he thinks that he's way more of a draw than he is because he gets wrapped up in his corniness. See, I believe him. I think he's done. That well, he, he's not going to fight. He he won't fight unless he comes. Unless um, you know, he, I'm, I believe he'll take some time off. Yeah. But I think that if the UFC said, "Hey, we'll we'll double your your salary," or you'll, "We'll triple your salary," I think he'll come back. Yeah. See, I I think I'm kind of in the same thing. I wasn't thinking money wise, but I'm thinking, yeah, he's probably quote unquote retired the same way McGregor was. And he'll unretire in two years, which will piss me the fuck off. Yeah. For reasons that you and I have talked about <laughs> in a previous podcast, so I won't get into it. All right, let's get into the last fight because you're right. We're running long here. Okay. So last up, we got Justin Gaethje versus Tony Ferguson. Dude. And this is why I said I hate when guys who are lined up for a title shot take fights. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Now the the fucking universe has denied us once again Ferguson versus fucking Khabib. Honestly, I don't think it's ever going to happen. And I don't give a shit if Justin beat Tony. You know why? Because MMA math doesn't make fucking sense. I still would wish that Tony Ferguson fought Khabib. And now Tony just took a shitload of damage in that fight. A shitload. Does he have the hardest chin in that division? He might. Dude, Justin was like throwing... Like fist after fist after fist to the point where his own corner told him to calm down. Yeah, in a fight. They said, well, they told him to take some off your punches so he didn't get tired out. But he was, <laughs> it wasn't like he was swinging and missing. No, he was he landing landed. clean, flush shots. And Tony was just like, I'm good. Shut up. <laughs> but then, uh, you know, Tony was just outgunned in that, I think. Yeah, he really was. It was, it was a really fun match mm. from like the beginning. Like, 
it was kind of reverse of what you were expecting, right? Like Justin just never slowed down. Like, yeah, I, I know if Tony wasn't getting banged up, he wouldn't have slowed down either. But because he was getting tuned up so much, like his rhythm was off, his like body was off. So yeah. like, it was like reverse of what everyone was kind of expecting. I feel like Justin just never stopped coming. Yeah, it, the, it was the, fucking beautiful. Sorry. Well, well he, yeah, he never stopped throwing. I mean, Tony was pressing the action, but the, I, I think Justin slowed him down a lot with those leg kicks. Yeah, and the other thing too is that we didn't see any groundwork from from anything. We didn't see Tony on the ground at all, which I thought for sure we would have saw him try to take Justin down at least once or twice. But you know, normally we see guys start to wilt against Tony in the in the second or third round. But I think that just from how good Justin's gas tank was and how hard he was hitting Tony, it just he couldn't get off on what he was getting off on. And, and DC actually alluded or uh, pointed out that he was getting hit so often that even when he would slip a punch, he would pause and almost wait for Justin to hit him because he was so expecting to get hit. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, yeah. And then, uh, in the fifth round, when Tony got hit with that jab and he started shaking his head out and, and, and wobbling, I mean, that doesn't look good. I thought that that was a good stoppage. He wasn't going to win a decision. Um, he tried the Imanari roll to go for a leg lock and he just didn't have the energy or the, or, you know, you know, the legs were gone at that point. So better safe than sorry in that decision it's not like it was early in the fight and you got to give him a chance i mean the the story had already been written up to that point yeah i agree with you wholeheartedly on that one unless he pulled a miracle out of his ass there was nothing that he he was going to do to stop that match and it was clearly in justin's favor yeah he he was fucking he was half dead yeah (laughs) yeah I, i agree with you good stoppage all around yeah, it sucks that that fight had to take place in between because I would have liked to have seen both those guys just fight uh, Khabib anyway. But yeah. now we're going to see Justin versus Khabib, which, I mean, Jesus Christ, after handling Tony like that, um, who knows? But again, we didn't see any grappling. Yeah. yeah. Totally different fight. It, it's going to be a completely different fight. Completely different. Yeah, because Tony, that was the, the the scary thing with Khabib on going against Tony was that Tony can can basically win from the bottom like from striking he's won fights and rounds from the bottom from hitting you so often from his back so it's just a weird change in 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 the history now that that fight's not going to happen soon you know soon but, Dude, it's uh, been so long we should be hearing about tony versus khabib too you know I what know. i mean <laughs> we should be hearing about the fucking rubber match yeah yeah all right, uh, so, I think that about wraps us up, right? Yeah, we're about thirty-five minutes in. This is a fucking long podcast. You know what? We had a lot to talk about. UFC is finally back. It's back, back, baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Any final thoughts? No. Why don't you guys like and subscribe? Don't forget to leave a comment down below on what you thought of UFC two forty-nine. Yell at us about all the mistakes that we made, or cheer us on about all the things that we are correct with. Get into <laughs> flame wars in the comments. Go fucking ballistic. Don't forget to go to BroDownPro.com to get all your badass Bro Down gear. And we will catch you guys next time. Very well done. <laughs> You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day.